Hi, I'm Chris Lawless, and you're listening to Quick Link Podcast. Welcome to Quick Link Podcast on Saturday, the 11th of June. It's show number 527 on your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results from Tarmac Track and Between the Tapes. 11 races on our radar today as stage racing continues in France, the Netherlands, Austria, Colombia, Cameroon, and Germany. The women's tour concludes right here in Oxford. There's also one-day action at Dwarsdor Het Hageland, plus our favourite race, the Baby Giro, gets underway today. Happy birthday today to Fabio Duarte of Team Medellin, who took the Vuelta Colombia GC lead yesterday, to Ben Chilton of our friends at Spectra Wiggle, and to two-time world champion, six-time tour stage victor, Milan San Remo, Strada Bianchi, Tour of Britain, Tour of California, and three-time Flesh Alone winner, it's Julien Alaphilippe. Let's start with the headline action then and the final day of the 8th Women's Tour. Stage 6 from Chipping Norton to right here and St Giles's Road in Oxford, 143 kilometres, with the days climbing in the first 45k before two intermediate sprints, which may very well dictate the final GC, as it is neck and neck at the top. Grace Brown of Francis de Jure defended her yellow jersey yesterday, courtesy of bonus seconds on the line atop a black mountain. She leads Elisa Longo-Borghini of Trek Segafredo on combined stage places, Cassie Nuyadoma of Canyon Sram is at two seconds. Elise Shabby of Canyon Sram has the QOM jersey sewn up, while Lorena Wiebes of Team DSM has a single point lead over Elisa Longo Borghini in the race for the pink sprints jersey, not pink points jersey, rather. Uh, Mika van der Duen has the intermediate sprints jersey. Georgia Williams led the bunch over the first climb of the day at Butcher's Hill 20k in, and the bunch were all still together as they tackled the final climb of the race in Burford with New Adoma attacking it to cross first, Brown right with her. The race was now on, with just 5k between the summit and the first intermediate sprint, which offers those 3, 2 and 1 bonus seconds. Grace Brown expertly defending her yellow jersey by taking the 3, 2 for New Adoma, and Trek Segafredo looking like they dropped the ball as Audrey Cordon Radgo actually crossed the line ahead of Elisa Longo Borghini, who she was trying to lead out. Time for a lull in proceedings then, with the second sprint point 70k away. A group around 20 strong tried to clip off, but that didn't include Brown, Neodoma or Longa Borghini, and the move didn't stick. Eventually, three escaped up the road, Anna Everson of Coop High Tech, Alicia Patuelli of UAE, and Mika Kroger. Mika Kroger! Of human-powered health. The GC teams were happy to let it go up the road, and then let them take the second intermediate sprint and nullify any threat there, before bringing them back at Kennington some 6k out. To the bunch sprint then, a 90-degree left-hander opening up into the final 300 metres. Lorena Wiebes of Team DSM in the pink Breast Cancer Now points jersey, completing her hat-trick with the win and sealing that classification. Second over the line, Clara Capani of Francis de Jure, but with the sprint to win it all, Elisa Longa-Borghini of Trek Segafredo charging past Teresa Numanova and Barbara Goeshi to snatch third, and more importantly, four bonus seconds to take the GC win in the final five metres of a six-day race. Grace Brown overhauled on general classification by a single second. Cassie Newadoma completing the GC podium at five. Without time bonuses, Newadoma would have actually won the race. Becky Story of Cam's Basso wins Best British Rider. She was 15th on GC at 2 minutes 18. So congratulations then to Trek Segafredo and the Italian national champion Elisa Longa Borghini. The next Women's World Tour action comes at the end of this month with the 10-stage Giro d'Italia Donna though there is one-day action coming up with the Flanders Diamond Tour tomorrow and the Mont Ventoux Challenge on Tuesday, and then there's Tour de Suisse and the Lotto Belgium Tour before the month is out.
to France and the Dauphiné and the Galibier and Croix de First Stage. 135k of it from Champ Chaffet to a summit finish in Vorjani via those two famous coals. Wout van Aert, one of three Jumbo Visma riders in the top five. He's in yellow with 103 over Mathieu Cataneo. Primus Roglic is at 1 at 6. Ethan Hayter, 132. And Jonas Vinegal completing that Jumbo trio. He's at 136, sat fifth on GC. Van Aert has a 24-point lead over Hayter in the points classification. 25 points up for grabs today. And there's 35 KOM points available. Pierre Roland of BNB Hotels. He's 21 clear of Alexis Viermoz. Three non-starters today. Chris Froome of Israel Premier Tech and the sprinters Dylan Groenewegen and Jordi Mayus sitting it out. So 138 riders rolling out and were straight into that Glibia climb within three kilometres of the flag drop. The first intermediate sprint was just 5k in on the lower slopes and Ethan Hayter took that ahead of Lewis Leon Sanchez and Tom Squins. And if you missed our interview with him, go back to show 521 from last Sunday. Roland continued his vice-like grip on the KOM classification he was first over the top of Galibia, chased by the adorable pocket rocket Matteo Fabro of Bora Handgrower. And down the other side, the duo had four chases in Victor Lafay, Bruno Amarel, Laurent Huiz, and Andres Ardia. Simon Guglielmi, Jasper Stoyven, Mark Donovan, Andre Amador, Carlos Verona, Omar Goldstein, Dries Devenens, Kenny Ellison, Tom Schwinz, Gregor Mulberger, and Kevin Vermeck were the third group on the road. And it all came together for a front group of 18 by the unclassified Calder Telegraph, 50k in. Ahead of Quadifer, three abandonments, Luka Mozzato of BNB, Guy Segev of Israel, and Sandy Dujardin of Total Energies. Quadifer blew the front group to pieces, and soon only five remained. Going over the top in order then, Roland, Verona, Elisande, Lafayette, and Mulberger. Roland now with a 40-point KOM lead, with only 42 left available in the race, and he was happy to ease off the gas with the job all but done there. Eventually, just two remained at the front, Kenny Elisande and Carlos Verona, and Verona shook off a cracking Elisande with 6k to go and rode home for his first professional win, but behind him on the slopes of Vorjani, the GC battle was kicking off. Jumbo Visma had Vinegar working for Roglic, and he delivered his man to the top, Roglic coming home second place, 13 seconds down on Verona, followed by Vinegar, then Ben O'Connor, the best chaser of Agi Desert, and together he came home with Tobias Jan Hannesson of Unix, Esteban Chavez of EF, David Galdor of Francis de Jeu, and Lewis Munches of Intermarché. Theo Gogenhart was a solo ninth, then Jack Haig pipping his teammate Damiana Caruso to 10th. So the GC race blown wide open now, and Roglic leads by 44 seconds from his teammate Vinegal. O'Connor is third at 124, Gogenhart up to fourth at 130, Caruso fifth at 132, and Galdo sixth at 140. They're the only riders within two minutes. The 74th edition of the Dauphiné climaxes tomorrow with 139 kilometres from saint aubain lacé they go over Plain Palais and Col de Lechaux, then they tackle La Colombière, 90k in, and onto a summit finish atop Plateau de Soleson. That's 11.4k long, averaging 9%. Staying with stage race action and day 4 or 5 at the ZLM Tour. 196.5k of it pan flat from saint Willebrod to Mielo, just 204 vertical metres on the route, which headed east from Ruckfen through the first prime at Bixabergen, 50k in. Then they head to Mielo for a first passage of the finishing line. That would be the second intermediate sprint. Then they complete three local laps of 13k. Olav Koy of Jumbo Visma still holding all three jerseys. Jakob Moretzko of Alpsin Fenex, his nearest rival. He started the day at 12 seconds. Then Elliot Viviani of Ineos Grandiers at 15. We wouldn't see any change today with just a pancake flat four hours of processional racing ahead. Viviani would wear Koi's green points jersey. Mick van Dijker would wear Koi's white best young rider jersey. 
He's seventh on GC behind Aaron Van Booker, Carl Patrick Lauk and Ben Turner in that order. Two non-starters today, both from Metek Soloot, as the Dutch continental team lost the services of Victor Brooks and Rens Turner. Over the course of the action today, they'd also lose Thies de Lange and Lars Holman for tomorrow's final stage, leaving just one rider. Seven up the road early doors, all the continental teams, Mikkel Reim of Burgos Biash, the star name among the group, and he took the first intermediate sprint ahead of Leo Bouvier of Bikeade and Nick van der Meer of Volker Wessels. Tom Wertken of Bingle, anti Yussi Jontinen of AI Block, uh, Dennis van der Horst of Arlink, and Jana Jordans of Tartaletto, the others in that group. Nils Ekoff of DSM abandoned around the halfway stage. He'd crashed earlier in the day and clearly suffering. The Balawas Belgium Tour is next up for him on Wednesday. Hopefully he's fit enough. At the first time through the line in Mielo, Reim took that intermediate two, Bouvier second, Juntenen in third. The bonus seconds briefly making Mikel Reim the virtual GC leader, but that gap was coming down rapidly. The catch was made 5k into the bell lap and just outside 4k to go. A crash in the bunch splitting the pack, but Ineos on Yumbo escaping relatively unscathed and lining it up for the sprint. But for the win though, Timothy Dupont of Bingo Power Sources, his first win of 2022. Olaf Koy, second for Yumbo Visma on the photo. Elia Viviani of Ineos Grenadiers crossing the line in third. I've declined fourth for human powered health. Alexander Salby continuing his fine form. He took fifth for Rewal. Then Jakob Moretzko, Bram Walton, Dan Van St. Martins Dyke. Raymond Crader and Jasper Rack. Koi stays in control of all three jerseys. Viviani leapfrogs Moretzko on GC thanks to the bonus seconds. They are at 17 and 18 respectively. Koi is 12 clear of Viviani in the points and 33 seconds ahead of Mick van Dijker in the race for the white jersey. Another flat day tomorrow will round the race out to 160.5k of it with the first 83.5 taking the field from Mardi to Riesbergen where they'll take on one big lap of around 45k and then three smaller ones of just over 10k each. So the rest of today's action then. Giro d'Italia Giovanni Sottovante begins its week-long action today in Gradara Marche as 176 under-23 riders lined up for the 45th edition of the Baby Giro. Less than 700 metres of climbing on the menu today, over 165k to Argenta. The only classified climb comes 12k in with the 2k long 4.4 San Clement. Walter Genio of Catilo Petro Forense ensured he'd have a fresh jersey tomorrow by taking the maximum five points over the top, and then everyone stayed together for the run-in. All 176 riders coming home together as one group, with Alberto Bruto Messi of Zalf Euromobile taking the day one spoils ahead of Kasper van Uden of DSM's development team and Kasper Anderson of Hagen's Berman Axion. In other stage races today, Valentin Tabellion of GoSport Roubaix Lille Metropole won the second of three stages at Tour de l'Eloire in the bunch sprint ahead of Ryan Courtland of Alps and Phoenix, the development team, sorry, and Jakob Marius of Voster ATS. Stage one winner Emilien Jonier of Vendée U stays GC leader. Tabellion moves up to second. He's at two seconds. Bob Donaldson of Great Britain is third overall at four. The Tour de Cameroon resumed after a well-earned rest day for stage seven of eight. Axel Taylander of Team France Defence won his second stage of the race in a four-up into Mabal Mayo, where it looks like five riders from the break stayed away, as the bunch were over four minutes down. Moise Magusha of the Rwandan national team, who was fourth over the line today, he's the new GC leader, as Jordan Andreev came home in that bunch, losing plenty of time. At Vuelta a Colombia, Robinson Chalapud of Team Banco Ecuador won from a reduced bunch on the summit finish in Santa Rosa Viterbo. Fabio Duarte of Team Medellin was in the front group, and he stays GC leader by margin of 148 with one stage remaining. That's a 42km time trial with barely 600 metres of vertical elevation. In Austria at Oberösterreich Rundfahrt, Jumbo Visma's development's 18-year-old Norwegian junior world champion Perstragen Hagenes came home with a powerful sprint 
distancing his rivals. Andreas Stockbro of Team Coop in second, Tim Ton Turtenberg of Leopard Pro in third. Stockbro now takes the GC lead from Dan Surter, who won the uh, opening stage at the prologue. With those bonus seconds, both Surter and Hagenes sit 10 seconds down on GC. Penultimate day at Saarland Trofeo Nations Cup, a double day. First up, a 14km time trial. Josh Tarling of Great Britain, he was fastest over the lumpy course. 15 seconds quicker than nearest rival Matteo Kockelmann of Luxembourg and 20 quicker than Jorgen Nordhagen of Norway. That put Tarling into the GC lead ahead of the afternoon's 125k road stage. Kockelmann got revenge there with a solo win, 39 seconds ahead of a small chasing group. He takes the GC lead by 32 seconds from yesterday's leader, Thibaut Gruel of France. At Duarsdor Het Hageland, Oscar Riesebeck of Alps St. Fenix went inside the final 12k to take the win, with his teammate Gianni Vermisch holding off the challenge of quick-step pair Florian Seneschal and Stan van Tripp to make it a 1-2 for Alps St. Fenix in that Pro Tour race. In the women's version, Eliara Sanguinetti of Valkos Service and Travel won that ahead of Christina Schweinberger of Planta Pura and Femke Marcus of Park Hotel Valkenburg. And finally... Congratulations to friend of the show, Ollie Knight, one of this year's batch of Arena Foundation-supported riders. He won today's second stage at Volta a Castello, and he moves into the GC lead. And that is your lot. There's an absolute pile of races on tomorrow, including the final stage of the Dauphiné and the opening stage of the Tour de Suisse. We'll churn through them in some kind of order late in the evening. Ciao for now. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to QuickLink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. You can find us across social media at QuickLinkPod, or you can contact us by emailing show at quicklinksports.com. Share the show, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.